When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome into the Starcastic Remarks studios. My name is Brian. This is Starcastic Remarks, and this is the after-game review for game number 55 against the Nashville Predators. The Stars lose tonight by a final score of 2-1. to one. We're going to get into it in just a second. But first, we want to say thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor. Please go and use the promo code THPN the next time you go and use the app for a special little offer from them. And uh, tonight, I'm just going to go ahead and just go straight into it, bring Chris in. Uh, really weird game, kind of an awkward game. Uh, what are your initial thoughts from tonight's game? It's a point you got you to gotta get. I mean, you had a great chance to steal a point. You didn't do it. It's, it's a lost opportunity. And this goes back to show you that sometimes turtle hockey works and sometimes it doesn't. And uh, this harkens back to the St. Louis Blues game. Obviously, we, they didn't have power plays or anything like that, but Stars give up two late ones in the third period and uh, run away with the game 2-1 to one in the final minute of the game. So, And I, I have a really unpopular opinion, I think, with this game. Uh, I mentioned this on Twitter, and I'm just going to go ahead and mention it off because this was my initial observation. But I really think Jamie Benn screwed the pooch in this game, in my opinion. And let me explain this, because throughout the entire game, I got to turn down my ring light, it's a little too bright. Sorry, guys. Um, in tonight's game, he kind of screwed the pooch, in my opinion, because when that hit happened, there was no emotion in the game. I mean, it was dead quiet in the building. Dead quiet. Put that on Twitter, too. And for that hit, which you can disagree with me or whatever, whether you think it was dangerous or not. I thought it was a little dangerous, but regardless, it doesn't matter. It was the turning point in the game. That was the turning point in the game. It got a little bit of emotion going for the Nashville Predators, and that led to the snowball effect of what happened in tonight's game. That's my opinion in what happened uh, with that last little bit in the third period. Agree, disagree? What do you think? I mean, that's true, but Nashville is going so quickly downhill that whole third period like it feels like with that hit or not they were gonna score i mean we had one shot in the period at that point we had one they were they had all the pressure in our zone we were blocking all the shots yeah but that was gonna stop eventually so it's it's not like just the four on four because even after the four on four the five on five, they were still doing way better. And they obviously scored their second goal of the game. So because of I, momentum from the first goal, they were already was, gaining momentum the entire time though. See, that, I didn't, I didn't feel that. You can't and, call and it on one play. I mean, 
there's so many other things you can point. It starts has 23 shots in the entire game. They only get one power play. Like, there's so many other things you can point at than Ben trying to get some life into his team. We had one shot at that point. We we weren't going to win the period with one shot. They were going to score. Here's my thought. Yes, I agree with you. I, I don't think that I can only blame it on Jamie Ben. Okay? I'll agree with you on that. But the way that I saw in the third period, I, I I hated it. I hated the way they were playing and they were turtling and they were they got one lucky bounce, one lucky goal that happened to go in between the National Predators' legs, and it literally looked like it went off as a, you know what, and went straight into the net. But and that's how it went in. But he 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 didn't need to do that. He didn't need to do that. I think you I, did. We, and I no, I disagree with you because the, the way and maybe we felt differently. And you can tell me if if how you felt in the third period. In the third period, I didn't like the fact that we were turtling. Okay, I didn't. But we were blocking shot after shot after shot after shot, and they were not getting any kind of momentum. There was no emotion in the game, which is exactly what we needed. If you're a Dallas Stars team, it was a perfect road game up until that point, minus a couple more goals and more offensive pressure. The the way that they played and the way the way they wanted to play, that was exactly what they wanted to do. But I, I he screwed the pooch. That's that's my opinion. It, it yes, was, that's not the only thing, but that was the turning point in the game for me. The way I felt in the third period is that it was inevitable that Nashville was going to score at one point. So. They had so much pressure. Yeah, we're blocking a lot of shots, and they were shooting it into their shin pads a lot, but that was going to change at some point. We had three TV timeouts to go through still. Um, and they were just going downhill. There was, like, there was no chance in my mind that we were going to win that game one to nothing because they had so many great chances, and they were getting more and more as the period was going on. So, I, 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 put this, I put this in the third period. I was like, there's no way we're going to win this game one to nothing because Ottinger is not allowed to get a shutout. it seems like every single time it looks like he's going to get a shout out like at the last second it didn't happen for him so yeah but unpopular opinion that's just how i felt i was i'm I'm mad at ben because i felt that was the either way there's so many other individual plays you can point out too tyler sagan has half the net open at the end of the game nine and a half million dollars half the net open can't put the puck in the net are you kidding me he's he's got to be the worst hockey player for the amount of money that he's paid has to be one of them at least because that's absolutely ridiculous like you you can't score points consistently and you can't score points in clutch moments and you're getting paid nine and a half million dollars you're useless honestly i can't remember when it was i took a bunch of notes but there was another shot chance that it was yeah, it was in the first period. Late in the first period, I put about the 3.06 mark. Uh, there was a Nashville turnover, and Sagan shoots it wide. That seems to be his thing, is that he just yeah. can't seem to hit the net. And I, I I thought about this, but I didn't want to go back to it, but I'm going to. Again, go on the bin hit, the 4-on-4, four four, that was the only chances we had in the whole period until the Preds took the lead, too. That's so it wasn't too. like on the four on four, it was instantly all Preds. It was, we had three good chances before the Preds scored on their one good chance. And by the way, that was a great play by Johansson. Oh my goodness. That was so dirty. Yeah. So uh, it's just, yes, that changed the game. It got some more open ice and it made more chances both ways, but it wasn't just a Nashville benefit. I don't think. Turning point in the game. 
turning point in the game, sure, but not the reason the Stars lost. And I don't think I said that, did I? I don't think that it was that the I said that that's the reason why the Stars lost. You said he screwed the pooch. But I don't it, know what it, it, that it led to it, it led to a lot of opportunities for the National Predators, and it led after to that, the Stars on the four on four, honestly. And also, oh, yeah, there's no Michael way. Th- Talk about Michael Raffle for a second. Go ahead. Oh my gosh, I he sucks. Like I don't know why. <laughs> oh my gosh, I knew you were gonna go good. into it. Razor pointed it out too. Nine breakaways Nine this breakaways. season. He hasn't even looked dangerous on any of them. We shouldn't even count him as scoring chances anymore because there's no chance. You know what he should do? He should turn around and pass the puck if he's on a breakaway. Honestly, there's no reason for him to take him. He's mm-hmm. that bad. Like you feel like if you get nine of them, at some point you're gonna practice some move. Or something. Use the use the Chell glitch. I, I don't know. Figure, <laughs> figure something out because it's ridiculous. So, a couple of uh, comments here, and this got me thinking about this game as well. Uh, Fernando, hey Fernando, thank you for listening to the show, man. Uh, I I fell asleep multiple times and woke up in in time to watch him blow the game. Hooray! Yeah, this, this whole hockey game is such a waste of time. Oh my yeah. gosh, we watched two and- periods of that garbage to come back and watch the Preds get to be happy in their own building and literally bring the house down. Did you see the boards falling apart at the end? Yeah, uh, I did. And we get to watch that. Great. Love it. And then our mom, uh, Tracy, is even saying, so boring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Through almost the entire game, it was boring until like that last five minutes when something actually happened. And, uh, you know, I don't mind boring games as long as we win. Because I most of the time we win those boring games, and you have to win. You have to get points at least out of this one, and that's the that's the big loss that you're going to come away with. We didn't have our best stuff, but we kept it close the whole game. And you've got you got to have a clutch gene, and you've got to steal a point on this game at least. And they don't. It's a big missed opportunity. You know, we we talk about all this negativity and all the things the stars could have done, but we it's should a lot of point out tonight. So negative Nancy, <laughs> yes, and and we'll get more into that. But let's be positive for a little bit because the stars are are still in the playoff spot. Despite that, they're three points up of the Edmonton Oilers at this point in that final wild card spot, and we are still within four points of second in the Central Division. So it's not like this game was overall you know, had to win, if that makes any sense. Would it have been nice to win this game? Absolutely, yes. And every game at this point in the Central Division, whenever we play a Central Division opponent, is going to be extremely important. But we we have to look at it that way, so that's one positive, okay? And then the second positive is something that uh, Michelle pointed out in the broadcast. They won four out of their first 17 road games, and since then, They've been eight, two, and one on the road. Eight, two, and one. You continue that kind of play and that kind of consistency. We've been talking about, you know, this team being so inconsistent. You you're gonna make the playoffs with a record like that. And they've they're finally starting to get close to where their road record is at 500. And I'll I've said this multiple times. If your road record is at least 500 and you have a really good home record, which you can rely on that because your home barn is really important and you play better in your home barn, you make the playoffs. So that that's a couple of positives from out of tonight's game, despite all the things that happened. Talk. 
the big negative I think of when you bring stuff like that up is we've been playing so great. We've been top 10, maybe top five team in the NHL over the past two weeks. We were the second best team in the NHL since the break. That was something they mentioned in the broadcast. And we as are well. in the playoffs by one point after that. Is it sustainable to be the best play, the best team to since the break until the end of the season? We'll see. We think we figured something out, and I still think we have. I think this was just an off game, which you're gonna have, especially after a long road trip that we've been having. But I don't know. It better be sustainable, or else we're gonna we're gonna have not sold, and we're gonna not be in the playoffs. <laughs> Right, and and that's going to be frustrating. So, anyways, uh, let's go ahead and bring this up because this was an interesting uh, question from Alex. Hey, Alex, yeah. thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, looks like you hit a nail on the head with Chris. He's already hacked off. <laughs> Alex asked on YouTube, and why were the lines shuff- shuffled up so much tonight? If I can talk, uh, go ahead, Chris. What, what what did you think about the line shuffling tonight? It was idiotic. I mean, you you said we're one of the best teams since the break. Our lines have been pretty much the same. We're having one off game. Let's not leave them out there and let them figure it out together. Nope, let's just throw them in a blender. See what happens there. Stupid. And why is Gurionov off the ice again? I mean, and why does it only happen to Gurionov? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, point out the egregious plays he's making that other people on the team aren't making as well. It, it does, it, it's illogical to me why you're wanting to take off one of your most dynamic players off the ice. So, it, I hate it. I wanna, it's so annoying. I want to bring this up, Chris, because you talked about uh, Gary Onoff here, right? So, uh, I am in a Stars group chat, and uh, actually, your boy uh, Seth here completely went off on Garyanov. okay? So this will be interesting to see. This is uh, Seth. Uh, shout out to Seth. He's a he's an awesome dude, really big Stars fan. And he this was actually on a comment on off of a Dallas Stars feed. So this is on Twitter. Dude's been playing with Ben and Sagan, and it is invisible 90% of the time, makes stupid plays every game, and scores every so often. He scored 20 goals two seasons ago and has done what since then? Question mark. Let it go. Well, yeah. what would you, how would you respond to that tweet? I mean, I disagree. That line has been integral in what we've done the past two weeks with the secondary now, that line's that been integral. That line's been integral, or Ben and Sagan have been integral, and Gary is kind of there. Ben and Sagan have been put together multiple times this year, and it hasn't worked out. Ben Sagan and Gary Onoff are put together, and it works out. Gurionov speed adds something that those two guys don't have anymore, I guess. Sagan used to have it, but, I mean, give him a break. He's had some hip surgeries and garbage. So I definitely think that Gurionov has to do it. And, I mean, he has an assist tonight. Like, what do you want? So Seth's wrong. He's an idiot. hate that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, like, tag him in the video here. Clip just it a and second send it and, him, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'll totally do I'll clip it and send it to him. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get into the summary for tonight's game. We're actually already 15 minutes in, and we hadn't started the goal summary. Uh, I was afraid for a while that we weren't going to have anything to talk about. Well, the goal summary is going to go by pretty quick. Yep. But let's talk about the first period a little bit, because there is a a couple of chances here. Uh, Right off the bat, there was a bouncy puck that went past Ottinger, hit the post, and went out the other side. And that was really scary. 
and that sums up the first period because the star sucked and the puck somehow didn't go in. Now, Otter the, played great, but no, the stars didn't suck in my opinion. Mm. Did they? Did they turtle? Y- yes, they were turtling in the first period. They they played phenomenally defensively, but it does you absolutely no good if you don't score goals. Yeah, that's and, it. And that seems like a theme tonight. Like we were trying to play a great defensive system, which we did a lot. I mean, like we said, we blocked it. Hector but you shots. have to score goals. There was no offense at all the other way. The one goal we scored was not even really from offense. Like, we won a face-off, and Klingberg kind of shot it, and it just kind of went in. So if that if that was like a game plan, like Bone said, let's try and win the game 0-0 zero to zero again. I mean, obviously, we don't know that, and we're not gonna, but it, it kind of feels like that's what happened. Well... Early on, the shots were five to one Nashville. So obviously, you can tell how the game was going early on. It with the fact that the Nashville Predators were up five to one in shots. Um, there were a couple players in the first period who had opportunities. Hence, had an opportunity, but it, it didn't get past uh, Soros tonight. Uh, Sagan, we already mentioned, kind of shot wide, and then Nashville just consistently had some rush chances, and then also some, you know long predetermined play in the defensive zone. And I mean, yeah, a lot of it was on the perimeter on the outside, but I mean, pressure is better than no pressure, which is the start, what the stars were not doing tonight. And when it was pretty much a full 18 minutes in our defensive zone. Yeah. They're going to score. Like it's ridiculous. We had the three chances on the four on four. And then we had a pretty decent six on five actually by the stars. And that, that was it for offense. Hey guys, this is Ryan here. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the link. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 years of age or older? Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, well, yeah, I wrote this down too in the first period, but uh, Suter gets booed by Nashville fans. It's almost like they forgot to that they have to boo him every time he touches the puck. But um, power play tonight, what did you think of the power play at the end of the first period? Whatever. Not, yeah. not really anything. Non-existent, honestly, for me. There is nothing that you could kind of take out of that. And they weren't getting any kind of decent shots off at all. And I know Saros is a good goaltender, but you got to make him work at least. That's a little the bit. other thing. It felt like we were passing a ton, like way too much. And obviously, since we only had 23 shots, so. Well, and we only had like 14 at one point in the, like, I think it was like halfway in through the, the third, third period. period. Halfway through the third period, we had, thir- we had like 14, yeah. We finished the third with more shots on goal than the Predators, even though they were trailing more often. 
Yeah, I, again, I don't know how that how that happened, but but whatever. Um, I mean, again, nothing in this anything in the second period that you really want to specifically mention. Literally, nothing happened in that period. They just skated back and forth. Like I can't remember a scoring chance. Oh, I, I, I should mention this because this was a really good uh, play by Lindell. This was in the first period. Uh, Luke Cunning had a wide open net and uh, Lindell made a save, which, you know, Ottinger was not in position for whatsoever. And, you know, if that had happened at that point, I think this game would have been a lot worse. But uh, good play by Lindell there. And it was actually a really bad turnover by Pavelski, believe it or not, which is what started the whole thing. Because I think Pavelski... Uh, tried to pass it towards the front of the net, and it actually went through uh, Lindell's legs. And Luke Cunningham was right there, took the puck, and looked like he was going to get the first goal of the game, but it didn't happen thanks to Essa Lindell. So, but anyway, getting getting into the third period, I really didn't have much in the third period either. But early on in the third period, it would actually be a Stars goal to get this started, believe it or not, from Klingberg, and it was from. Uh, I can't remember. It was from Lindell, Lindell and Garyanov. Lindell and Garyanov. And like I said, this was not a real goal. Not a real goal at all. It, it was just a hopeful prayer from the point, and it just happened to get past Soros, who never saw it. The first five-on-five five goal for John Klingberg of the year. His first That's goal really since bad. December. That's really bad. His second goal of the year. Yeah. And... We read, I mean, million dollars. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about it. Let, let's we've get another bit in Sagan. Yeah, and we've talked about it all year with John Klingberg and the fact that he's not played up to his standards, uh, he this year either at all. Yeah, yeah, on both sides, right? That's a good point, too, on both sides of the puck. And, uh, you know, the chat's kind of blowing up over here about Klingberg, yeah, you know, Alex mostly, but he says. Klingberg turned the puck over multiple times on the power play again tonight. Thank you, Alex, for listening. And then uh, he also put, despite the goal, that that may have been the worst game I've ever seen Klingberg play. He turned the puck over every single time he was on the ice. Um, I, I don't think it was his worst game ever. I, I, I've seen worse, especially this season. But I wouldn't disagree with you in the fact that he's turned the puck over multiple times. Well, the Stars did that all night long. We couldn't break the four-check once, especially in the third. Yeah, and and like you said, this guy wants $8 million for eight years. Uh, no. For, for two goals. And hes I don't think he's going to get that on the open market either if he decides he's going to go and test free agency uh, this offseason. But yep. whatever. Chose a bad season to have a – chose a bad year to have a season like this. Yeah, seriously. So – Continuing on in the third period, the only notes I really have was there was some pressure from Nashville after the goal over the next six minutes. Uh, and I also put the stars are blocking shots like crazy, just absolutely like crazy, which is good, which is a good thing. And <laughs> I, I was okay with it by with the way the stars decided to play tonight. That was the and one good thing we did as a team tonight was blocking shots. Everything else, garbage. But boy, howdy, could we block some shots? Yep. <laughs> and and, I mean, I literally only had five lines of notes in the third period after having almost 20 in the first period. And the, the reason being is because it was there was nothing going on. And I'll go back to the fact that it was a boring game. And the very next thing I had is it goes four on four after Ben has a dangerous hit. I didn't think 
the third period was boring at all. I felt every second that the puck was in our zone that it was going to get in the back of our net. I mean, and it was in there every single second. The Stars didn't have like any offensive zone pressure until the four on four. It was completely one-sided. We literally had one shot on goal and it was the one that went in until the four on four. And like, you're going to get scored on for that. And if you're not, then your goaltender is like the best ever in the world, which I guess you can try and rely on. And we tried to, I mean, Otter still has what, was it say 935 save percentage tonight. So he's still playing. He gets a loss. And he gets a loss. Only allowed two goals. goals. And two goals that he had no chance of stopping. So continuing on in the third period, like we already mentioned, Ryan Johansson would get that beautiful goal, his 14th of the year from uh, Carrier and Duchesne. And I mean, it was a good play. And it was one of the few times where the Stars had a defensive miscue. Two Dallas Stars went to one player. And Ryan Johansson was all by himself in the slot and took care of business. One one. Well, it's the long. It's the wrong line to do that against. <laughs> it's the one line you can't give that opportunity to. They're gonna bury it. Then five minutes later, Roman Yossi with a blast from the point. We get his fifteenth of the year from Dante Fabro, and it was you know kind of what Nashville wanted to do the whole game, and they weren't really doing it. And the one time we didn't decide to block shots, it goes in. And you knew that was coming. like Yeah, you totally knew that was coming. It was just a matter of time. The 6-on-5 was... by the Stars afterwards was good. I was happy with it. It was one of the better ones we had, actually, and we didn't score on it. And we had so many chances. Ben's crazy chance. That was a gr- I don't remember who made that play on the cross-crease pass to Ben. Outstanding Probably defensive Yossi. play. <laughs> and Sagan just missing the net is unbelievable. So, And also... Why are, why are they both on the ice at that time? Why is it not the first line? Which is crazy. Um, one more thing to make note of is when the first line scores, we've lost, I think, three times. First line doesn't score tonight, we lose the game. I know it's crazy for me to criticize the top line, but we are a top-heavy team. For us to win, they have to score. So those guys got to find a way to score. <laughs> If, well, if you're they not do, really, if they do, you're not really the criticizing them though. It, it, it's just a unnecessarily unnecessary reliance that we have on that first line. And the the reason why teams like Minnesota and St. Louis have done so well this year is because they have balanced scoring throughout their lineup, and that's something that we we've kind of had at times, but not consistently. And the, like you said, the only line we're getting it consistently from is that first line. And more and they don't score, the team doesn't do good. Right. And more so often than over the past five weeks or so, that second line has kind of chipped in a little bit. But after that, not really much. So, and I, I mean, we, we talk about chances as well. Raffle had an opportunity to, to put the stars up. Was it two to, two to nothing before they even scored the goal by Johansson? So he had a, an opportunity to put the game out of reach for the Nashville Predators, but he didn't take advantage of it. And, I mean, you you have to lift the puck. And it doesn't matter if you're on your backhand or your forehand. you got to get some elevation on it in order to score. Get and it was Viagra. just straight into the pad. Up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You, you you contemplated it even like saying that joke, didn't you? Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah. No one's <laughs> listening anyway. This game's awful. <laughs> well, so like we said, the game would end uh two to one in favor of the Nashville Predators. 
And like you said, Chris, this one stings mostly just because we had the lead and then we blew it with less than five minutes to go. And to a team that was below us in the standings and we had the opportunity to, you know, really get into the top. We, we could have been third in the central tonight, but that did not happen. And uh, it's just, just a little frustrating. But again, I think the biggest thing you have to look at is the fact that the stars are eight, two and one on the road in their last 11 games. And that's what I was going to get into. And, too. And Right. And I mean, we're allowed to criticize the team because I mean, we're fans. We, we pay money to watch them and stuff like this, but the, you, you, if you're going to criticize the team, you also have to give them props from where they're when they do good things. And a lot of the time, especially the, this, the Dallas Stars fan base, and maybe just the Dallas in general fan base, we don't really, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Celebrate when good things are happening. We just remember the negative Nancy's of what's going on, and that's it. So. But, I mean, that, that's my biggest takeaway. Other than Jamie Benn, who I think kind of screwed the pooch in this game, you have to look at the fact that, yes, the Stars lost this game. Yes, they probably should have won this game. But we're still in a very successful spot right now, and we have our own destiny. We have control of our own destiny at this point when it comes to the playoffs. The Stars have been one of the best teams in the league over the past two weeks. We got one bad game, and we still almost win it. That's a, a good way to look at it too. We've got a three day break and then we go on an East Coast swing and it's there's tough teams. I mean, we've got New York Rangers, we got Toronto are the next two games. A good amount of breaks between those. But once Toronto starts, we got game day off, game day off, game day off until April. Against pretty some much. against some pretty tough teams. Uh we have Montreal after that too, who's been playing better as of recently. Um Washington. They won like eight of nine. I think exactly. It, it, so, so that's not to a give me right. Exactly. For the stars, it's, it's a terrible time for them to be doing well. Washington scrapping for a playoff spot. Edmonton, they're not in our division, but that's a four point game for the wild card spot. Carolina, Vancouver has been, is scrapping for a wild card spot too. Anaheim scrapping for a wild card spot. It's going to be some tough games coming up in April. And these guys are also going to be looking at trade deadline. I mean, they, if nil is, what we hope he is and that's he's either going to buy into this team or is going to completely sell it out. If we go on a bad losing streak here, we could go from, Hey, maybe we can get the second spot in the central division to so selling everything super yeah. fast, not even just missing the playoffs, selling everything and starting over. And that could happen in the next week. So if we lose the next four games and these are teams, we can, we can lose these next four games easily. We could do it. If you do that, who knows what happens? So go, going forward, what do you think is going to happen? I think the Stars are going to play good, and they're going to win at least two of these next four. So I don't think it's really going to be an issue. The Stars are still playing well. It's one bad game after two weeks of great hockey. They're going to be fine. I still I think agree. they're going to make the playoffs. I think it's going to be in a wild card spot because... It's just it's just so tight in the central. I don't know if we can break through it, but I, I think we're we figured something out. We're going to be a good hockey team. This was a miscue. We'll get it corrected. The other thing we should mention about these teams that are chasing us below the playoff line right now is that every team other than San Jose 
we have at least one game in hand on, right? And San Jose has 55 points. We have 67. So there's not really a chance for them to catch us. Uh, Edmonton's got one. We have one game in hand over Edmonton, three over Anaheim, one over Vancouver, one over Winnipeg. So it doesn't matter again, if the game that's in a hand pro- isn't a win, though. That so. was my that's going to was going to be my next point. So you kind of read my mind there, too. So anyways, uh, what else we got to talk about tonight before we close it out? Game sucked. I don't like yeah. wasting my time and watching us lose and watching Nashville fans be happy. That's what I hate more than anything. I hate losing, but I really hate Nashville fans being happy. Yeah, I want them to be sad all the time. Nobody likes trash for real. Um, one thing I should mention as well is the fact that for the third game in a row, the Stars are without their best defenseman, so Mira Haskinen. And in those three games, we went two and one. So again, that's another positive you can kind of take out of this because he, I mean, he's a monster when it comes to minutes and playing 27 plus. Seems like every night, uh, Mira Haskinen does. So hopefully yeah. he gets over whatever he's got and, and we, uh, pray we get that him he back. Didn't spread it to any teammates too, because we don't need another round of sickness. Yeah, I, I don't think he did. I, I really don't think he did because I think we would have seen that by now. Because he's been sick for almost a week now. I think three games. So hopefully he's okay. Um, I I do want to say a, a quick shout out to Phil Kessel. He played one shift in his game tonight in Arizona. Just so he could keep his Ironman streak alive, and then that. went that's, home. Went home, and <laughs> he's gonna be there for the birth awesome. of his baby girl. So it's, awesome! It's, there, it's kind of like, eh, is it trashy? But it's also cool that players actually care about that stuff too. So yeah, well, and, and the fact that Arizona was even willing to allow him to do that because they're, well, they're like, if he was know, like, any, we were wasting a spot. <laughs> if he was on any other hockey team, probably not. not yeah, I guess it too. Yeah, he's on true. Arizona, one of the worst teams ever. <laughs> And uh, we, I also wanted to mention this because I actually bought a ticket. But a uh, really cool thing that came out off of Twitter today, Yarmer Yager, they took their final game of his home team and who he plays for. He actually owns the team in the Czech Republic, or Czechia, I think is what they're calling it now. But th- they moved it from their home rink to Prague. And uh, like his home rink holds like 5,000 people, I think. And the the arena that they moved the game to holds about 17,000. And what he's doing is with the last game of the regular season for his team, Yarmar Yager's team, he's donating 100% of the proceeds to Ukrainian war efforts. So really cool for him to do that. I actually just saw during the game that the NHL donated $68,000 to uh, Yarmar Yager's efforts. So good for them to, to do that. And I also bought a ticket myself. So, um, maybe I'll, I'll tweet that out later. If you would go and buy a virtual ticket is what they're calling it. And I think it's like, it, it, it's cheap. It's like three or four or $5 and all the proceeds are going to go to Ukrainian war efforts. And a lot of it is going to be put towards, uh, I think it's going to be, it's refugees coming from Uk- Ukraine into the Czech Republic. So giving them stuff that they need, you know, blankets, food, uh, shelter, whatever it is that they may need. So uh, if y'all can go and do that, we'd really appreciate that on Yarmar Yager's behalf as well. So anyways, I just wanted to throw those two things in there before we close out. Anything else, Chris? Nope, I'm good. 
I hate no, hockey good? when we lose. It's sad. Yep. Please make sure you go and follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at StarcasticR, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram as well. You can follow Chris at ChrisCham2B. You can follow me at Starsboy12. And thank you once again to our sponsor for this episode and our podcast, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Please go and use the promo code THPN the next time you go and use the app. Along with Chris, my name is Ryan. This has been the After Game Review for Game 55. We'll be back with you guys in about three days. We're looking forward to it. And we will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this.